great to stay up early. Oh, I hope we just bring you sunshine. We want it to be, we imagine people listen to this on their commute. So we want it to be a sunshine, you stepping on a busy tube. Positivity. It's all right because you've got your girls. You've with got you. us singing in your ears. Singing, and if you yeah. don't, if you remember, in the end of our last podcast, we did actually, you know, suggest that we. I think we're going to start singing Korea. What we want, what we do want to do is try. This is a year of adventure. We want to try a new <laughs> hobby each month. Right. I'm obsessed. All I want to do is do flamenco lessons. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna find a flamenco lesson. Let's go for a singing lesson because I think we need it. I do want to do dancing lessons. We can find, it, but what kind of dance? Just something upbeat that it's like cardio. Because basically, guys, right? Oh, I, I'm ruined. My legs are absolutely ruined. Sarah, on a workout with when me. Was, when was it? Uh, Friday, two days ago. She was like, right, we're working from home. Let's get up. We're gonna start a workout at eight a.m. I was like, yep, cool, fine. I don't start till nine. It was blooming camp style. Courtney Black. Courtney Black. She's I've, vicious. She's hardcore. She's barbaric. Courtney Black is tough. For anyone else out there that does Courtney Black, I mean, she don't is do tough. And I applaud you. I've been walking around all weekend as if I've got some sort of problem with my leg. And then, I know our story. Look, yeah, okay, we are greedy. We do eat a lot. We are going to the markets a lot. And our stories is all drinking and eating. But behind the scenes, we're working out. Alex went for a run. Well, I've done one a run. Oh this God, morning. I did, did a run. run. I woke up and the sun was shining, and I thought, do you know what? I feel like, and I was a bit like, oh, it's a bit from the from the events the night before, yeah. which we'll explain in due course. Um, I was just feel like, oh, you know what? I need to get up and I need to. I need get to revitalize. I need to refresh. I need some clean air. And I thought, you know what? I'm, it was only a twenty minute run down the river. A run is a run, nonetheless. And I felt good. And I came back and I was like, do you know what, Sarah? I came back into her room. I'm ready to start the day. Um, I mean, look at me. I've done two workouts, and I think I'm, you know, the well, bee's knees. Exactly, exactly. I mean, follow our page for workout tips, I guess. <laughs> So who is excited for episode three? Episode three. So we are recording again on Sunday. We, oh, we just quite like recording on a Sunday yeah, because we've just had a nice morning. We're very relaxed. Like when we do it in the evening, sometimes if there is technical errors, it can just take a while. So we're recording on a Sunday, but we realize when this goes out, it's a little Queenie's Jubilee. Yes. It's the beginning of the long weekend. What is everyone doing? So we're excited. We're actually having a very fun day out on Thursday. Yes. We're going um, to Ivy Asia for afternoon tea. See, I think that's quite regal. It's in that line is with regal, the Jubilee actually. weekend. We're going for afternoon oh, tea. Oh, I wonder if it'll be Jubilee themed. I hope so. I wonder if we'll get a free cocktail on I the Queen. I feel like it won't, but I mean, we can only hope. So, the Jubilee is Platinum Jubilee because the Queen has been reigning for 70 years. Is that right? 70. Yeah, because it's That is platinum. mental. And so how do we know how old she is? So she's like 91, because I think she, she she got on the throne when she was 21. And this is unprecedented, as in no, I don't think any other royal, no. like queen or king no has reigned for this long. So it's a huge deal, hence the two days off. Thank, I do love the queen. Thanks for that queen. Aww. I know, I love her. I loved the crown. I, lo- I just, I just I love anything. I need to watch the rest of the crown. I only watched that at series one. 
and I feel like a full day weekend. It, uh, hopefully, the sun will be shining. We're looking forward to seeing, you know, what, what all of you doing. get up to. Ours is going to be pretty chill. Isn't I, it, think I think ours is going to be chill. We've not got too much planned. Apart from that, we're just going to chill. Maybe go. There's some really cute pubs around here. Oh, can I up. suggest that we hire some Boris bikes this weekend? Yes, around the city, in line with our exercise, exercise active, clean mind, phase. clean body. Because we do have a holiday soon. We do. And we, uh, I mean, I always say, I'm like, I'm going to go on a diet. or not go on a diet, but I'm going to, oh, sorry. Oh, alarm My clock. phone's going off. Um, I'm always like, I'm going to go on a diet. Yeah. I'm going to shape up for the holiday. It gets to two weeks before and I think, do you know what? I can't be bothered. No. Um, and it's only with my friends. Who cares? We're, we're going to, you know, we're going to have fun. We are I don't I'm need so to excited. starve myself, actually. Um, and I'm going to eat what I've blooming exactly. well want. Like, what are we starving ourselves for? How are we doing this for? And you only go on holiday and eat a lot. A lot. You're bloated all the time anyway. So I don't care. And at least sarongs are back in now. A little bikini, a little sarong. I know, a little... Gorgeous. Little, yeah. Ooh. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Right, well, right. We're going to go... I think we've got a lot, a lot to cover today. So we're just going to get straight into strap it. Strap yourselves in, girls strap and guys. In. It's a roller coaster, this one. It really is. I've been promoted, guys. It's my turn to read the disclaimer. So here we go. Before we start this week's podcast episode, it's time for our disclaimer. Please remember that if you have any specific concerns or you're in a situation in which you require professional or medical advice, you should consult with an appropriately trained and qualified specialist. We are not trained to give advice in any way whatsoever. This podcast just consists of our own opinions based on our own life experiences and may of course be completely wrong. We have been giving some bad advice to, <laughs> to people recently. We are just three regular best friends loving, loving life. life. The moment you've all been waiting for has arrived. The moment I know. Of truth. I know we've eaten this out for a long time, I but know. the date has finally happened. I went on the date and... She went on the date. For those of you, you will have seen on Instagram, you know, when that occurred. And we had the big boots versus... Oh, yeah. Train, she went against dilemma. all your advice. So we won't be doing that again. You're going to have no faith in this. Because we were like, what should she wear, guys? Boots or trainers? Everyone said boots. And she was like, huh, wear trainers. It was just, I think I said, if I'd have shown yeah, you the outfit, the I think outfit. you would have. And I was going casual edge vibes. For sure. So how, we need to discuss the date then. How are we going to do this? I think I'd like to interrogate you and ask the questions that everyone is burning Go to for hear. it, go for it. So, the date. Talk me through the arrival. The, the first arrival. What happened? First impressions. Let's get to know Tucker. Yeah, his, his Nick. So I don't know about you, everyone else, but we have nicknames for about just about every single guy we've ever been on dates with. Um, it's just fun that way and it keeps it anonymous. So Tucker, right, I walked towards the pub. We were sitting outside, the outside part of the pub. I walked towards him. I could see him instantly. Oh. You, you know, and your heart's like... But boom, like boom, when boom, you boom. saw him instantly and obviously your heart starts racing, was it like a relief of, oh, okay, he looks nice. Oh, I, I was just trying to look like I didn't care, like I was casual yeah. walking up there. Yeah, that walk I go on dates like every motion. five seconds, you know, every five, five seconds, every, every week, seconds. you know, this is normal to me kind of thing. I was trying to act like, you know. A cool, calm, casual demeanor. Vibe. So um, 
straight away where as soon as he saw me because i could see his head turn around he stood up this was i was still quite a way away mm. he stood up and walked over towards oh, me and i thought that. oh my god instantly setting the bar high and as soon as he came over to me i mean it was a little bit like oh hang on did he pull out a chair was there a chair to pull out we didn't even make it to the table oh yeah walked over to me right to essentially greet me oh i mean i am you know we are royalty we are famous (laughs) but um he was like what do you want to drink i'll go and get you a drink and i was like oh okay um well don't worry i'll just go and sit i'll go and sit down and sort my stuff out and then i'll go and get one like it's fine and he was like no 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 what do you want to drink? No, 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 sweetheart. This one's on me. This one's you on me. You let eh? me know what you want. He wasn't a geezer, but. No. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, glass of wine. And he was like, um, well, what kind of wine? And what I was like, wine? okay. I was like, well, you pick. It can be overwhelming for boys, I think, when you say wine or wine, because they don't have a clue. Yeah, but, but this guy. This guy. It is. turns out that he actually yeah. had done a wine course. Yeah. So he knew he his did. wine. I didn't know that at this point. But anyway, sat down couple minutes later he came over with this huge glass of wine bucket of wine i was like thank you honey yeah we I'll sat take that sat down and he was Salute. he was nice and he was like um and his eyes his eyes were very pretty and so initial thoughts what were you thinking of i know this is sound shallow but obviously you do think about it and often off of initial looks and vibes outfit vibes was it there we did you fancy him look he wasn't wearing baggy jeans right he wasn't wearing baggy jeans i couldn't see a chain <laughs> okay there was no chain um but he was just wearing like a normal kind of outfit what what kind of jeans just jeans. not skinny just, just like not, a standard boy pair of jeans yeah and my friends will know that i like my type now is someone a bit more like a bit out there and that's like a bit more how do we say creative i'm not saying he's not creative artsy artsy but he was very nice and he would make conversation he would ask lots of questions I was very quite worried. Were you engaged with him? I was engaged. He had a slight northern accent, which I love. Nice. And the only issue was I hadn't had dinner at this point. And we all know Mm. that you have to eat before you go on the date or during the date because it could go really wrong. I personally, on a first date... I, I don't know if I would eat. See, I'd want it to be a drinks vibe. And I don't I don't know why. why. Eating just seems more intense. Yeah, but... And it's not about me being worried about eating in front of someone. Like, I happily do that. I mean, the size of my mouthfuls, I have no shame. <laughs> it's more. It's not about that. It's just about... It feels more intense sitting across from someone oh, having I love a it. meal. Like, I like a casual drinks where you're not sat opposite, opposite. Like, maybe it's on a corner. So, I read mm. something about this. And they said the best first dates... And when you're going on a first date, you should try and sit next to them or on a corner rather than opposite. So you can both look I don't out like onto my, the same I don't, scenery. I don't like my side profile. No, no, but you, so you both look out onto the same scenery so that if the conversation does dry up a bit, you can say, oh my God, look at that. Like it's common ground like, to look at. Because when you're opposite each other, you're literally looking into each other's eyes and it's almost like an interview. You know, I like question, an, you question, know, question. I like an eye flirt though, Sarah. She is obsessed with an eye flirt. She was eye flirting someone on the tube the other day. That's how I know if they're, into me or if there's if there's a connection because I look them in the I eye not good at an eye flirt. I look them straight in the eye and I can just feel the spark oh you god know? she's eye flirting me right I'm, now can you feel oh, it I oh I can feel the connection what about a little over the shoulder oh no, no, no. a wink a wink is too much sometimes but this guy fully let me on the tube and I just looked him right in the eye and I just went 
Thank you. Thank you. With a sultry thank you. Thank you. So, sorry, um, getting off sorry, topic. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, first impressions were yeah. nice guy, but we're not 100% sure we fancy Well, him. I hadn't eaten, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was, <laughs> hadn't eaten, and he was like, by the way, do you want to eat? And I was like, yes. So, he offered it. I like that because I do think, you know, it's they i think that boys and girls boys and girls men and women have the same vibes on food on a first yeah. date so it's nice that he just said i know shall we because some guys i've been on dates before and they're like drink 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 yeah drink. And sure, i don't sure, want to sure, sure. i don't want to get like sick i don't want to get and drunk it's a tuesday I evening i don't want to be sick on the train home it's pretty civilized so um so he said i know this perfect little italian restaurant oh. where my parents go and they've recommended it and um so that is where we went that's so cute i love that he had a like a recommended place and we'll get onto it in a second but one of the key things that he did that really just topped it all off was that he when we left the italian restaurant it was quite late and he basically said right i was i said which way are you going he said well i'm going this way but let me walk you home love it yeah love it and that actually brings us on to our second day checklist, checklist. um but which, sorry i Oh, right, okay, go through the checklist because, because I feel we, like need we need to apply it to, to, the checklist. to the day. Yeah, exactly. Let's go through So it. we're going to so, post this on our Instagram and it's something that I want you all to follow when you're going on your first date. Well, the reason why we to. say second date is because... Mm-hmm. Because... Because, Sarah. <laughs> we, the reason we say this is because... We can't judge people on the first date. Right. Not always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, the first date... You do have to give... Didn't you? My, with your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, the first date was not good at all. And then on the second day, I was like, I will give him the benefit of the doubt because I just knew that there was potential. I knew that he came across because very nervous, super shy. Yeah. So but I just knew, do you know when you've seen like from someone's Instagram stories or something, I was like, I don't think this is you. Yeah. So I did give him a second chance. I very nearly cancelled just before, but I didn't. And the second date was fabulous. There we go. So this is why we say second date. And we, we asked for an 80% pass rate, but I mean, ideally it should be 100%. And it's also Anything to weed out, because you know when you go on a, a date no. and you're kind of obsessed with them and you ignore maybe red flags, yeah. it's, to, it's just to keep us grounded, to be like, okay, yes, yeah, really fancy him, obsessed with him. However, he actually isn't that respectful because of X, Y, Z. So let's, let's go through the checklist. Let us know what you agree with and let us know anything to add to it. Right. And we'll post it on Instagram. Are you ready? Number one. Numero uno. Number one. Did they make an effort with planning the date, e.g. pick the location? Now, this is crucial. I've never, ever been on a date where someone has told me the location. I've had to plan the whole thing. For God's sake. So, red flag that I have been ignoring. I've never even thought about it. It just shows effort. Like, they actually care. 100%. That they want to make it good. And also that they they are capable of doing it. Because, you know, uh, yeah. Because otherwise, you, and it's just like, you end up planning every single thing, and you, and you become the mum, setting you, the precedent. Yeah, just do it yourself. Right. Number so one. What, with my date, he did. He said he did that. This date, this time, boom. So yeah. I, I was like, oh, it's very. He was very super attractive, and he even on the date, he was like, "This is where we're gonna go. Like, this is where we've recommended." But it was super nice. Like, if yeah. you fancy it, it wasn't in a. Aggressive he was making way. sure you agreed, but he was giving you a plan. 
Love it. Love it. Big fat green tick for Tucker. I'm going to tick that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's fun. So, number two, did they give you at least 24 hours notice of the date slash time? Because the worst thing is when you've not heard anything and then literally it's the day of the date and you're like, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Where, like, what's the vibe? What am I wearing? Am I washing my hair? I guess everyone's going to probably wash their hair for a date, but. So, that's number two. You know. Number three. That was a big tick, also, Tucker, just to be clear. That was a tick. Tick. Tick tucker. Tick tucker. Tucker, you just got tick. <laughs> right, number three. Did they arrive early or on time? He was... Tucker was sitting there waiting. So you, uh, with a pint, he'd had time to get a drink, so he was early. He was early, and you know what? And he left his pint to greet you. I think that's that should be that's, like a, that says a, a caveat underneath that. Are they standing up to greet you? Are they bloody standing Imagine up? Imagine he just like stayed sat down and you just sat I'm down and he didn't greet do you know what i don't want anything less now right no tucker is the standard a very high one actually can i just say i went on a date I tucker's listening <laughs> we love you i hope you're not listening um i went on a date like a couple of months ago and this guy was running so late i was there i was waiting and he texted me and he said um oh get a couple of drinks um ready for when i come don't worry it will be on me and i thought okay do you know what great was it on him no no I paid for it. And then he ordered more shots and all sorts. He was all, he was the complete opposite to this date. Oh, I know. Oh, we need to talk about him a different time on a bad date story because he was worst of the worst. He was. He was. He was the pits. Right, number four. Were they polite to the waiters slash staff? Like, we need them to have manners. Yeah, there's no, if you're arriving on a date and they're being rude or they're like, you, oh, I really do hate when people, and this is anyone, like, and I know, I know how else you're going to do it, but I wait for someone to walk past and say, excuse me, please, can we get the bill? I hate when they gesture from the other side of the room. Can we get the bill, please? And doing, them doing a huge or hand like gesture click or here. clap or... Or like, yeah. And can I just put say... Put their hand up. I don't like it. Obviously, all of these things apply to anyone. We're not just saying guys. No, this is ev- to girls Girls too, need to be yeah. on time too. Girls need to yeah. obviously show that they're making an effort. For sure. And be polite to waiters, staff, etc. So, exactly. you know... Can this we, checklist is for everyone. If you're a guy listening, can we just confirm that, you know, you should be ticking these off too for your, for your girl yeah. dates or whoever. So... Dun, 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 number five. So, so he t- he, he's, he's four marks Look, so Tommy far. Tommy Tucker's Tucker. ticked every single one of these, Sarah. <laughs> she just said his first name. Oh, Tucker, no. Tucker. It's fine. We're it's keeping fine. this in. He's not listening. Do you know what? He's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's not his last name, by the way. That's not his last name. And that's Tommy not even Tucker. his first name. That's no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Did they ask questions and show you an interest in your life? Okay, so it's a two-way street. For you sure. have to ask questions too. But you want to, you want look, you want it to all be reciprocated. Again, the last date that we're comparing this against, Alex was asking question after question after question. He didn't ask her any. At the end of the day, this is hilarious. Alex, he was like, "I feel like I don't know anything about you," and I was like, "Yeah, because you haven't asked me any questions. Do you even know what I do for work?" I literally said that. And he was like, "Uh, uh," he was a really posh Chelsea boy, wasn't oh, he? Yeah. Uh, he was like. Oh, are you a are you a PR girl? She was just like something like no. random that he'd plucked from thin air, like n- clearly nothing to do with what I do. Just a random guess, and she was like, "No, I'm a lawyer, actually." Well, trainee, trainee. But he was like, "Oh." But anyway, anyway, you, you've both got to ask questions and actually engage in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So that was big tick, a tick from Tucker, tick for Tucker. Number six. Did, right, this is a controversial one. Did they offer to pay at all 
Um, and, and I've put in brackets, if they asked you on the date. So, I mean, some people, I mean, there's mixed views about this one. There is mixed views. And I think from both sides, there's mixed views. I never expect someone to pay. No. And it's not that I want them to pay. I just think it's a really nice gesture to offer. And yeah. they offer. I say, no, no, let's half it. And I'm so happy to half it. I'm so or happy to half it. if they then push it again... I'll be like, oh, okay, well, let me buy you. Let's go for another drink and I'll buy you a drink after or whatever. And can I just say, I know, do you know what I don't like? Because mm. I've had this before when guys order so much alcohol. Yes. I'm not drinking half of that alcohol. Yeah. I've probably had two glasses of wine. You've had the rest of the bottle. You've had shots. You've had this. You've had yeah. a beer. And then obviously I offered to split it at the end. Exactly. But it's like, and then they're like, be- yep. And it would be nice if, like, they at least just, I mean, get the drinks. Or if they said, well, I get the drinks because I ordered quite a lot and let's put the food. Yeah. So on this occasion, he did pay for the drink initially. He did offer and pushed twice for the meal, but you... I said no, said let's no, half it. So you halved it. But there was a situ, a little, a small minor situ with the wine in that, so he had been on a wine course. So he, it turns out he did know a lot about wine and he ordered the second most expensive on the menu. I mean, it was quite After Alex said, I'm only going to have a glass. Yeah. So he had more and then there was some left, so he took it home. But they paid half. So I did pay quite a lot for that wine. And he took it home. He didn't offer for Alex to take it home. But I don't think it... I think it didn't do anything. No. He's obviously not that kind of person. I think he he was maybe thinking he'd walk you home and then maybe give you the wine and forgot. Maybe. We'll I like just, to think that we'll about Tucker because yeah. he's a 10 out of 10 in my I eyes. mean, everything else was perfect, so. Yeah, that's um, the only, only thing. Right, number seven. Did they respect boundaries? So did they, right, did they ask you or keep asking you to go back with them or suggest that you could more than once? Yeah, so pushy to get you back to theirs. Yeah, we don't like pushy. Don't like that at all. No, at no, no. all. Obviously, Tucker didn't. No, Tucker I mean, didn't do that, no. So and he lives with one. the parents, doesn't he? And he wasn't, you know begging banging on our door to come in yeah i mean i think it's because he's recently moved to the area and he was living by himself and then now like because he's because he's Fair got enough. a job around here yeah. he's now at home saving some money to move out oh. i feel you i feel you boo we do so right that's a big tick again we've only got a couple more left number eight did they make this is a big one did they make sure you get home yeah. okay for example did they walk you to the station or watch you get into a taxi because not many guys have no. done this and that is in my opinion i know it's like it's just with girls and in london yeah it's it's you're vulnerable and i think in this particular situation she was on a date like a five, seven minute walk probably from the flat so it's very easy for you know like yeah it's a safe walk she's going to be fine and it would be easy for him to be like oh you're just down the road okay nice to see you but the fact that he did walk you home it just makes all the difference it just shows a level of respect and he wants to make sure you're home he's gone out of his way it was kind of the right direction for his but like it was a longer way around i rate that a lot because yeah so tucker did offer to walk me home yeah love it and he walked you home and he walked me to my door and i was like do you know what that is great and i respect i respect that so thank you big fat tick again number nine did they text you to make sure you got home okay obviously in this scenario it doesn't apply but i've had it where i've gone on nice dates with guys um i've got on a tube and they know i'm going quite far to get back home wherever that might be and um and i've not heard anything maybe the next day and it's like you should be just 
please just make sure I've a got a little text okay. goes a long way. Even just to say, I had a really nice time tonight. I hope you got home. Because I okay. do that. I always text after a date and say, yeah. and say, um, had a really nice night. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Exactly. Now, a, a little text on the evening goes a long way. Okay, and finally, number 10, did they text you within 24 hours after the date? Because I'm thinking, if you really, like like what I just yeah. said, normally I say, thanks for a nice date, blah, blah, yeah. blah. If they really like, I hate playing games. The games, like, oh, I'm not texting for three days. And I'm sorry, if we've gone on a nice date and you've not texted yeah. me for three days or for a week. No. No. I'm, I'm, we're off it. We're, we're off. off it. We're off, honey. So, took a hit every single one. So, a quick roundup. What is next for Tucker? Are we going on a second date? Considering you got 10 out of 10 on that checklist. I know. As you got 10 out of 10, I am open to going on a second date. I find it hard to get that like connection on a first date. Yeah. Um, and and it, first dates can be super awkward. And on a Tuesday night when you're not getting like, you know, really drunk, it is more chill vibe. Yeah. It's quite hard for me to really fancy someone. And obviously he was good looking, but like it's hard to know if yeah. I fancy him yet. But I think maybe that's why we need to be open. What would you want the second date with him to look like? Would it look similar to the first or would it maybe be like maybe a Maybe something a bit park? more active. Or, yeah. Something a more daytime casual on a weekend maybe. Yeah. Providing I don't bump into anyone. Right. So that is the date juice. That is the date juice. Now, I'm, I'm in the process, guys. I'm on Hinge. I'm trying to get another date planned We're for trying you. to get one lined up. We're trying to get one lined up, um, and I'll keep you updated. We've got a few matches which We've are got some pending. So... I will let you watch know. Watch this space. Excuse me. We actually haven't mentioned the main juice from the date. The date itself was all good and well. Yeah, great. Basically, your standard day took a... Ticked all the boxes. But what actually happened what happened alex well i mean <laughs> right greenwich is a small place and we were sitting outside um i think about half an hour in i got a text from someone i'm sorry if you're listening and you probably know who you are um, oh! no i don't want it to <laughs> right so he just basically text and he'd obviously seen me on this date and then text me saying are you on a hinge date he'd but he'd walk Past. Well, we assume he'd walked past. I didn't see him walk past. Right. So, like, I, but I assume because I was outside, he'd seen he'd me. He'd seen you. And this guy. To text to say. Yeah, so I was on a date with someone else and I get a text from, you know, someone else. And should we just say this guy is my type? I, uh, yeah, this guy is your more, s- more so than. Recently. Uh, maybe. Maybe more so Maybe. than Tucker. But I came home and I told Sarah and she was like whipped out her oh my God. manifest by Roxy. I literally was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, stop, 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 stop. Let me get the book, let me get the book. Got the manifest book that we spoke about last week. Managed to flick directly to the page. And it was basically about like overcoming tests from the universe. Like letting, not, I mean this situation. It's like this it was a, a very like dramatized version but it's like letting go of something to move forward so for example like and by no means is this like on this scale of this but when you see someone from your past yeah it's like this like for example an ex this person wasn't an ex but you know if you see an ex you can be sure that your soulmate is close behind 
So Sarah, now, Sarah thinks Tucker's my cellmate. I so immediately I was like, oh my god, oh my god, you've seen him. You're on a date with but him. Can I just Tucker clarify? Your the guy that texts me obviously saw me on this date. Isn't someone I've ever no, date, dated? No, he's not before. an ex. But he's, I've not even been on a date with him. So it's just been, you know, he's just my type. It's just a, a potential, you know, could have gone for a drinks here and there, but it's never, it's never really happened. So I guess if it would have, but it's just it that timing, how crazy of all the times, if it, yeah, for him to see you, it was when you were on a date. I kind of love that. I do think though, if we had, you know, we would have gone on a date by now. Me and this other guy, if you know, by now, if it was, if that was meant to be, it would have been. Yeah, I think. <laughs> that if you are listening right, you've missed on. your chance you... with Alex okay <laughs> so that is the real juice all right let's move on I'm feeling uncomfortable that's the tea Alice is uncomfortable <laughs> okay I think we should move on to uh one of Sarah's stories So, so, for those of you that were following us on Instagram, we were doing the Thursday teasers, and it's we're episode three now. We have been teasing you, so we realised we actually should probably give you the tea. One of the stories. And one of the ones. So we're going to start from the beginning. Alex has just told her story, her dating story. Oh, so I'm going to tell a story. I'm, I don't know why I feel nervous. It's put, not e- put your sunglasses on. I'm going to put the sunglasses it's on. It's not even that bad, basically. I'm blocking everyone out. For those of you <laughs> for those of you who remember, it said, um, so I locked myself in the toilet until he left, dot, dot, dot. And there were three options. So it was mortifying one. It was guess the story. So a mortifying one night stand. My ex-boyfriend um, walked in with his new girlfriend or my date was a major catfish. And the ones that got, well, the, the option that got the most um, votes at 52% was a mortifying one night stand. Drum roll. You were absolutely correct, which is why the sunglasses are on. So I'm going to very, I'm going to tell you about it. It was a mortifying one night stand. I'm going to tell you about it very briefly and the reason why. So we, as we mentioned already earlier in the episode, we call everyone different names. So this boy was called... Let's call him... Bondi Rescue. Bondi Rescue. Okay, so Sarah was in Australia at the time. So I was in Australia at the time with my friends and those that were there are going to piss themselves laughing at this story because I feel it's you know the stories that you just can't understand right, what, what he happened? was like until if you until you saw a picture so you met a guy on the night out so we were on a night out so we went to the same pub every single pretty much every day like definitely every week I'm at the same pub um and um, we the, the girl I live with my housemate had an Australian boyfriend so we knew quite a lot of people in this pub because we went all the time but he had loads of boyfriends that we'd I'm met sorry before. I can't take these sunglasses seriously <laughs> I can't see. I can't. I flirt with you, Sarah. And I need the sunglasses on. Right, sorry, carry on. Okay, so we'd gone to the pub, and so she had an Australian boyfriend. One of our other friends was had been with one of his friends before, just like kissed with kissed him, Um, and we bumped into him and two other friends. So we were obviously talking to them, like, "Hi, hi, you're you're. We know you. You're friends with this person. We know you." We ended up spending the evening with them in the pub. But there was three boys and us three girls. There was the one that my friend had already kissed. 
There was another one that was good looking that my other friend fancied. So I was lumbered with the third one. <laughs> you were left with the third one. Who was just, if you imagine like an Australian surfer, but Ooh, not, no, 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 no. Let me stop you right there. Not the fit kind. He, no, I saw a picture and I fancied no, him. No, honestly. if you'd have, it, was, the, it was his aura. It was everything about him was giving me the creeps. It was the blonde hair. However, I still continued on the evening. I was drunk. I was really drunk, guys. But apparently I was holding his hand. Woo! We went down to the beach. <laughs> Nothing happened, nothing happened. You went on a romantic stroll. So we got on a romantic stroll. And then we come back and we were all getting a kebab together, obviously. But my two girlfriends lived together. So they were like, okay, so these boys are going to come back to our house. So I guess he's going back with you, Sarah. And I was like, uh, no, no, I don't really want him to come back. And and the boys like, go on, go on, go on. Wow, that's a bit Which, annoying. I know. And I knew I didn't want him to come back, but I just knew that I... To be honest, I didn't have the confidence to be like, no, which is a me problem. We've changed. We've well, grown it's up not and changed. a me problem, but... And he wasn't pushy at all. Like, it wasn't... This was nothing to do with him. He was, it, This was a me thing. I should have just said no, and I didn't. I said right, yes. Right, Got back. Rah, Fast rah, forward rah. to Fast the morning. Fast forward to the morning. And I woke up, and he knew I had work, because I said, I've got work the next day. I've got work the next day. So he knew that. So I woke up and looked around and was just like, oh, no. my God. Like, I can't... I just, I don't want to be mean about him, but it's just, you know, when you wake up and you're just like, I cannot believe, yeah. what was I thinking? Why did I do that? Why are you in my bed? It's I'm kind not... of like sometimes an invade, like you yeah. suddenly feel like I just, they're I in your space. In my space. You know, when you, it's like getting the ick, but it was on another scale. I was like, I feel, I can't do this. So I ran to the bathroom. And this was in the morning. To text my friend. I never, I never intended on staying in there, I went and was texting my friend because she knew him through her boyfriend and she was like, I cannot believe him of all people. I can't believe that, what the hell, tell me everything, tell me everything. So I was telling her, texting her and I just froze and she was like, well, where is he? I was like, he's in my bed. And she was like, well, where are you? I was like, I'm in the bathroom, but I can't leave. I cannot leave. And she was like, you have to, you have to, you've got work, you have to go. Kid you not, I was in the bathroom for 45 minutes, oh frozen on the toilet, too scared. I just couldn't face him. And then I heard so him wait, get you, up. you wanted him to leave? I needed him to leave and for me not to see him or have to talk to him. Oh I just needed him to God. be out. So I, I was waiting for 45 minutes in there, texting my friend. She was like, just I guess go it, out, you've got get, work. It gets to the point where it's it's too, you've been in there too I've long. I've been in there too long, now it's he's too gonna, awkward now. Now he's gonna think you've been in the on the toilet for 45 exactly. minutes. Exactly, it's too awkward now. So I just stayed and pretended I wasn't home. I oh! heard him get up and I was like, I think he's leaving, I think he's leaving. Heard the door go, but then I had to stay in the bathroom an extra five minutes in case it was a fake leaving. And then I slowly reappeared and he had completely gone and I have never heard or spoken or nothing ever happened oh again. Oh my God. But he was friends with my friend's boyfriend. But that scarred me so much yeah, that I did not literally talk to a boy. It's hard because you can't just you can't just prod him and say, excuse, excuse me, um, can you leave please? I just, you know, and I was late. I ended up being an hour late to work. What did they say? And then, <laughs> why are you late? Oh, um, I locked myself in a bathroom. I just couldn't. I froze. I couldn't. Wow. Anyone? You've heard it here first. The people that you need to see a picture to understand why I felt like this. I saw a picture. And I thought it was cute, but anyway. No. Anyway. Well, that's thanks for that little story. That's the teaser. I feel really embarrassed and mortified about that. But no. why? No, Sarah. We never feel embarrassed. We no. never feel mortified. Everything happened. I shouldn't have done it. I know I didn't want to do it. 
Okay, well, you're not going to do it again. We're you, not, you, we're living, we learn. What did we say in the last episode? Thank you for that experience. We are now going to learn from we're it. We're learning. There we go. Right, right, right. Um, Of course, it wouldn't be a podcast without a little dilemma. Dilemma rule. And we have got one for you. It's quite um, a small one, but it's it's significant. S- significant. Okay. It, I'm it excited really to is. hear it. This so, is, we're hearing this fresh. Well, I'm hearing this fresh. I mean, there's no subject title. Okay. Disappointing. I'm joking. We'll have a little summary snappy, of what it's going to be. Subs. But this is what it says. Okay. It says... Been with my boyfriend for over a year now, and he's reluctant to discuss our future, dot, dot, dot. Mm, okay. He just wants to constantly focus on the present, and sometimes it makes me feel really insecure and like I'm not good enough. I really want to live with him and see myself being with him forever. Mm-hmm. But do you think he probably probably doesn't if he doesn't want to discuss anything long term? Right. Love you. Love you too. Love you too, honey. Okay, short and this, sweet. That is short and sweet. I think this, the biggest factor here is age. Like if you are early 20s, then that's probably quite overwhelming. Like I didn't know. That's I think it's maybe good quite to overwhelming. live in the present it's good to live in the present but I think if you're older and it's like you know maybe you're if I don't know what your circumstances are where you live now if your things are naturally coming to an end like if you're living with parents there's no expiry date but if you're not living with parents and leases are coming to an end and he's not committing to live with you then that's obviously a completely different kettle of fish so I'd like I'd be intrigued to know that age and the background I feel like we've not got a lot of context to work with we haven't but what I can say is that I mean it's never good whether you're a guy or a girl for your other half um to to not want to engage in just like some discussion about the future because because obviously you're automatically going to go to the place where you think oh right is this if this is just going to end like am I wasting my time see a future and that's I do think even if you're even if you are younger and you're in no position to be buying a house together or moving in or getting engaged whatever it may be I feel like you do still always talk about it like with a boyfriend or like even if it was like a holiday next year something more like in advance you're like it's that reassurance that the other person that you know that the other person actually sees this being a bit longer term and is excited for the future like I want someone that's we're talking about our wedding or a holiday or when we have a baby or when we buy a house and it's like oh my god so um, like imagine when we've got this like it's just fun to talk about and can you actually imagine that with the person that you're with because I think if you can't imagine it with the person that you're with then it's obviously I don't know it is hard and obviously if you've only been together a year then it's kind of like look you're still in the early phases and I am very much a believer of living the present present. my mum always tells me you know don't think about these things too Mm. much when people just try and plan um sort of you know dates for you know, living in, uh, living together, getting married, having babies. Sometimes these things can't be planned. Yeah. It happens when it happens. And sometimes you do just have to kind of relax into it. For sure. But at the same time, if someone's being very kind of, you know, not engaging Shutting in Shutting it down yeah, every time it's mentioned. Then that's not good. And actually, like we always say, honesty is key. Yeah. You've got to just say, look, whoever it is, your boyfriend, your girlfriend... I think it just upsets me a bit when you don't yeah. want to talk about or it. Or I've noticed that every time I talk about the future, you shut me down. Is that something you're doing on purpose? Yeah. Is that maybe just is, is it an accidental you don't see a thing? Future? 
it, it, yeah. And then they might turn or around and say, it, does, does the future scare you? Or Just having that conversation. And if, if they're not even willing to have that conversation, then again, like we talked about last week with friendships, like then you, they kind of give kind you of the relationship answer. Is, exactly. Yeah, your silence in effect is an answer. Yeah. Um, I think it's a tricky one because you want, you want to, you do want to live and in the present and, you and want not to think in, about it too it's much. It's like the honeymoon period. You really want to enjoy these stages where it is fun and maybe not, you know. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. And like the, the early parts of a relationship are so fun. And I know it's been a year, but you know, it's still quite fresh in that sense. And I think enjoy it because once you are kind of living together and all, you've got all of this to come to look forward to, and we just have to have the trust in our partner that they wouldn't be with you now if they didn't see a future. So it just comes down to the trust again, But I you guess. know what annoys me is that someone, I was talking to another friend about this, um, and her husband or um, uh, partner, fiance, um, is in his kind of mid-30s. Mm. And it's kind of like when you're at that point, yeah. I can understand, or when you're in your even low 30s, some people, you know especially women they want to mm. know you know some women some women can't have children yeah you know in their late 30s it's it's harder to you know so they want to actually be thinking about that yeah and if you're in your kind of 30s and you've been get, been together for a long time and that sort of thing um it and you're more different. you know in you're you're in a more stable secure yeah. place and you're not you know in your 20s kind of vibe. Some, I can understand you wanting to actually and sit down and have that conversation and get an answer. For sure. And because I think that men... imagine you get to like 38 and then... They decide... Or even 40. You find like, out. No, nah, I don't want any of they this. They don't want kids. Then what? And I think that men, luckily, don't have to worry about this because they can have kids until they're 100. Yeah. But us women can't. So we do... You need to understand your own time scales and but not put pressure on that. Um, to be able to relay that to your partner and just make sure that your values and everything do align. But I would say in this instance, whatever age you are, enjoy this time, live in the present. Yeah. It's a fun honeymoon stage where you don't have the pressures of living together, a house, a ma um, marriage, babies. You don't have that pressure, so really enjoy it. But try to gauge, does he shut you down every single time? And if he does, there's maybe a conversation. Or are you maybe overthinking it because mm. you want it so badly? It's like the Maver oh, and Jane situation say, made in Chelsea. Who is watching that? Because oh. honestly, her behaviour is slightly disappointing me. Same. Because she's so obsessed with getting a ring, with getting married, that she's... Ignoring she's all ignored. the red flags. Well, not, not even red, red flags. flags. He's cheated on her. He's cheated on her. Point blank cheated but on her. But all she wants is a ring, so she's staying. And because he's dangled that in front of her yeah. face and said... Um, this is uh, James, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, and because he said, oh, I've got you a ring. I'm, I'm proposing soon. She yeah. thought, oh, yes, my time has finally come. I don't care about the kissing. I feel like she doesn't care. She, she just wants the ring. Does she... Does she even care about which who's it's coming from at this well, stage? Well, I think she, I think she does, but I think you've got to keep you. You can't settle. You cannot settle just because they're promising you something. Like she, she hasn't even got the ring. He's dangling it. He's promising it. It's just sad. Whereas Emily in Made in Chelsea, when when Harvey um, cheated on her, she instantly was like, "Nope, I deserve better. I'm not putting up with this." She if is it, a queen. If it means I have to start from the beginning yeah, again, I she, hate it yeah. when people think like that because she, you could meet a soulmate tomorrow walking down the street exactly i think we've said this before but courtney kardashian scott disick 12 years no ring he never gave her what she needed travis barker one year in they've got they're married i think they 
certainly trying for a baby. She's she might be pregnant. Something. She's 40. He gave to her in one year what Scott couldn't give her in 12. So you don't need to stay with someone just because you're worried, oh, if we break up, I'm now this age and I'm never going to find someone, that kind of thing. Um, because you could meet someone tomorrow like yeah. that. So don't, hopefully that's not, you know, playing a part in your decision because you can, you're meant to be with who you're meant to be with. Book recommendation of the week. We love a book recommendation. What is it today, Sarah? Well, so normally Lauren would do this. I know I did manifest last week, but we've this is a different vibe. So I have just recently finished this book. Actually, Lauren recommended it to me in the first place. So I then read it. The Beekeeper of Aleppo. Who's wow. the author? Do we know? Oh, the sorry. Author? The author is by um, Christy Lefteri. So Christy. L-E-F-T-E-R-I. Lefteri? Lefteri. So the beekeeper of Aleppo. So it's basically, it's set, it's actually really sad. Um, I had to stop reading kind it. Kind of bringing the one, mood down. I know, it, it is bringing the mood down a bit. So I started reading it and it's, it was set in 2016 about um, p- two people fleeing their home in Syria to seek asylum in the UK. And it's all about their journey and like how they got here and what they went through. Right. So obviously it's awful. And I feel like it kind of humbles you and makes you feel a bit, oh God, like Grateful. this was in 2016. This wasn't far away. But and it I probably was, still applies today. And it's still happening. But I was reading it then when the war in Ukraine started and yeah. was hearing all of this and I had to stop reading it because this is absolutely awful. This is what, how are people going through this in this day and age? In 2022, there is a war and people are having to flee by raft and dinghy, they're literally dying. They're giving their kids away just so that they can hopefully. They're sacrificing themselves for their kids. It's I just, know it's awful. So I and did have to stop. Reading and it is it. nice to read like fun and like cheery yeah. books, and that's more my vibe. But yeah. you do. I feel like it is good to read it's, serious down. To, like, and it's just a really good book. Like, there, it's not. It's not all kind of misery. It's it's really nice. I've heard nothing but amazing reviews. Re- so I'd let us it. know if you yeah. have read it or read it. Please do let us know, and we can feed that back and to Lauren. She's just out another one so i'm keen to read that so that might be a that could be the next one for later on i mean speaking of lauren Lauren. do you actually i mean those of you who have listened to our previous podcast you know that she is soon to be climbing kilimanjaro which is why she's not here and she's sent us this little voice note so enjoy you can now hear your the voice of uh the voice of the elusive lauren here we go hey everyone Uh, It's Lauren here. I wanted to send in a quick voice note to say hello and to explain why I am absent from the podcast for the next few weeks. So I'm actually off on a little adventure with my sister. We are traveling to Tanzania in Africa and we are going to attempt to climb um, the world's highest freestanding mountain and volcano, Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, So Kilimanjaro is set 5,895 metres above sea level. So it's a big old mountain um, and it's going to take us about six days to reach the summit. Um, We're very excited but also very nervous. Um, A lot of people suffer with altitude sickness and don't actually make it to the top. So Jesus, Laura. (laughs) We will make it, um, but we will keep you updated and let you know. Um, the reason why I wanted to share um, this on the podcast is because we're actually um, raising money for the British Heart Foundation and climbing the mountain in memory of our dear friend Izzy Mogg. 
Izzy was the most beautiful person inside and out, and tragic she, tragically she lost her life four years ago from congenital arrhythmogenic cardiomyopathy, a condition that she was sadly born with. Izzy uh, lived life to the fullest, and she never turned down an opportunity for a new adventure, and we know that she will be with us every single step of the way, um, and would love to be able to raise some money in, in her memory. Um, so the British Heart Foundation has helped halve the number of people dying from heart and circulatory disease in the UK. But sadly, every day, hundreds of people do they lose their lives. Um, so we would love to be able to raise some money uh, to help fund the research that needs to be done uh, to stop people from losing their lives so therefore if you can spare even the smallest amount of money it would be hugely appreciated by both of us um and you'll be able to help the lives of so many more people so yeah i'll pop the uh, oh oh we lost her sorry so yeah i'll pop the she's um, back <laughs> to the just giving page um, somewhere maybe in the next story or, or in the post or whatever um, and yeah if you can spare anything it would be hugely hugely appreciated we will let you know how we get on Woo! thank you everyone oh we Congrats. miss her voice we miss, we miss you lauren um again we're going to be telling you all about where you can um donate if you want to okay. um and we're supporting you all the way a huge good luck to you so i think she'll be flying out when this goes out pretty much god uh, we wish her the best of wishing luck. you the best now finishing on a quote now 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 as always we finish on a quote dr alex for you to just dwell on you know think about malova and you know we, we love a quote don't we, we love a quote so here we go it's from our 101 essays that will change the way you think again and this one was called again a bit deep we love a deep quote we're going deep it's what people who have lost love know and we've wow. all we've all lost love we've all lost love let's be honest you know in some form or another so here we go guys are you ready are you ready turn it up <laughs> wait hang on <laughs> write this down write this down you have a pen right they know you never lose love they know that what you experience, how you grow, what you take and learn and see and do because of it is the point. Not to have it forever, but to become what it was meant to make you. They know that at first, you'll spend your time trying to figure out what to do with all the love that is left lingering. And they know that you're supposed to give it to yourself. Yes. Yeah, baby. Stunning. Stunning. Love yourself. Love yourself first. And How that, are you going to love anyone else? Yeah, if but, you don't love yourself. Do you know, I have just thought, sorry, I know that was supposed to be the end of the podcast, but I've just thought of something <laughs> that I need. we need to share on the podcast. What? So, Friday night, me and Alex had been out. We got home. We walked no, to McDonald's. No, I'm not talking about this, Yes, Sarah. we are. We need this. to tell them. I said we would never talk about this ever again. I know, but I need to. Oh, we, need, we need reassurance. Well, hurry so we up came and get out. it over with. <laughs> We came out of McDonald's. Yeah, all right. It was midnight. We had two big McDonald's bags. I was carrying loose sauce, not even a sachet, loose sauce, trying wobbling it. These two geezer, fake geezer guys, they're probably about 19, like, oi, 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 you look nice, you look nice, yummy mummy. They, oh. We got called, on Friday night, we got called a yummy mummy. And I want to out them on the podcast and say, I just... Fuck you now we have to put explicit sarah oh uh, well they called us a yummy mummy <laughs> why did we have to end and on that on note that, no love yourself love yourself let's first. ignore what sarah just said let's ignore let's that. go back to the quote 
Love Love yourself. And if anyone calls you a yummy mummy and tries to insinuate you're older than you are, okay? Just go home and enjoy a McPlant burger. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Right, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye.